Summer is finally mercifully here, Manitoba. If you want to promote your band or your team or your business with some fresh gear this season, check out our friends at Divine Shirt Company. Supporting local business is more important than ever in these tough times. So get a made in Manitoba solution to your screen printing, embroidery, heat press vinyl, and graphic design needs over at divineshirtcompany.ca or on Instagram at Divine Shirts. And tell them which police radio sent you. If you like this podcast, please consider supporting it. If you head down to patreon.com slash witchpolice, for as little as a dollar a month, you can get access to all kinds of bonus content, including, but not limited to, advanced listens to all the episodes before they come out in podcast form, you can get bonus episodes, you can get all kinds of extra content, and you can feel good about supporting local DIY media. So a huge thank you to everyone who supported the show, past and present, including our latest patron, Sam, who isn't me. I spend enough money on this show already that I don't need to be uh, a patron of my own podcast. Thanks to everyone who listens, and uh, you keep listening, I'll keep making them. One of our colleagues, Sam Thompson, who, um, if you saw him, you'd sort of right away assume he was a hippie. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Alright, welcome to Witch Police Radio. As regular listeners to the show know, I'm obviously, you know, spend most of my time interviewing bands that are currently active and, you know, currently have records out or playing shows or touring or things like that. But when I can, I like to kind of go back in time and do sort of, uh, I don't want to call them reunion episodes, but I guess this is a reunion episode with the bands that I like that I've listened to uh, and still listen to many years after they become defunct. And I think that the band in this case is, I, I say it all the time and people don't really know what to make of it, but I think the Quiffs are my favorite local band ever. Like, I, I, I really, really still love the record. I was listening to it today and I saw you live you know, at least 10 times, I think, over the, the whatever amount of period you were, you were a band. And yeah, it's just a really, really cool project that for some reason... I don't think has really received as much credit as it deserves for being, um, you know, just a really great Winnipeg band. So I think that the easiest way to start this off, because there's so many of us here, is if the four of you want to introduce yourselves and what you did in the band, and then we can sort of just take it from there. So I'm going to start with Erica, because um, you are on the show most recently in a different episode, and uh, people might remember that one. So if you want to start off, we'll go from there. Uh, I'm Erica. I, I guess I was the lead singer of The Quiffs. And I wrote some songs, and um, that's what I did. You <laughs> <laughs> play guitar. I played guitar poorly, but I did it. And I yeah. did it with You're awesome. Awesome, awesome. Okay, who's next? I'm Alana. I was the drummer. And uh, yeah, I guess you could call it that. I learned <laughs> to drum for the band. So that's it, it worked out, I think. <laughs> I did okay. Yeah, that's that's it. Cool. You also yeah. wrote some songs. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a couple. There's a couple. And I I would say it's fair to say that we all learned. Well, Jill knew her instrument more than the rest of us, but most of us learned our instruments while being members of the Quiz. That's that awesome. absolutely. That's true. I actually have some I questions about that, but let's let's just finish the introductions first. So I don't know, Jill. Do you want to go next? 
Yeah, I'm Jillian. I played guitar for the band, and I actually knew my instrument better before I joined the group. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote a couple songs too. I wrote Pee Wee in Space. So that was good, you know, our starter mm -hmm. song. <laughs> Uh, I'm Megan. I would play the. Uh, I, I was the tambourine come bass player, originally tambourine <laughs> and the bass player for the Cliffs. Right I also on. didn't know how to play either of those instruments <laughs> before joining the Cliffs. Well, I think there's a steep learning curve for tambourine, right? It's, it's one of those instruments that requires a lot of practice. Um, but that that kind of element of, of not knowing how to play your instruments, I think that's what I liked about it. Like, I mean, I, I know that sounds kind of weird, but I, I think that that kind of rawness and the uh, obviously figuring it out as you went along was sort of part of the appeal. And I think that, like, if you had all been super adept at your instruments, it wouldn't have been as good. Like, there would have been too much maybe almost overthinking in some of the songs and that kind of just, like... Yeah just like emotional kind of release of, of bashing around on some stuff and making noises and screaming wouldn't have come through. I don't think. Well, I yeah. think the very fact that we didn't really know what we're doing, especially in terms of like, I guess, especially with Erica, you know, and, and Alana was songwriting, like a lot of our boyfriends who are in bands and our friends who are in bands were like, how did you even make that work? Cause it doesn't make any sense. And we don't even, like what type signature? Time signature? What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah well, it's just seven, nine, eight. What? Yeah, like, what? Play it. It's what it sounds like. I don't know. Erica I always thought. I always thought it was part of a product of Erica playing the trumpet too. Though, like yeah. you played the trumpet, and it's such a complicated instrument, and has such complicated sounds in it. And then you want to go and play like garage rock or punk. Like, it's how does that translate? You know, like <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's how I first heard the quiffs, though, is what you're saying. Like, I mean, you know, I've known Erica since, what, kindergarten, and we played yep. in Grandpa's Army together in the late 90s and stuff, and it was like, oh, Erica has a new band. Cool, let's check it out. Not having any clue what kind of thing it was going to be. And then it was like, whoa, Erica has a new band. This is great. <laughs> and it was just sort of so completely unexpected. And um, that I think that that was part of the appeal, too. It's just like, holy shit, this is, this is crazy. <laughs> this is really kind of... Uh, yeah, not what I expected at all. But how long was the band even around for? Because I, like, I know I tried to go to see you as much live as I could, and I, I definitely went to a lot of shows, but um, what was the actual time frame? Our last show was in 2006. Yeah. And so pre-Alana, we had two shows, and then there was in a year gap. Pardon me? In 02. Jill and I were looking at albums yesterday, and in my <laughs> photo albums, the first quiz show was in 02. So oh it was 02 God. to 06. So it was only four years. Right. And in, Which is actually pretty long. That is a long time, actually. Yeah, yeah. And then you have that one record, and then you have an EP that came out, too. And, like, that's one of those things that I've had. I mean, uh, people who know me know that I hoard local music. I, I tend to, like, wherever I can find it, I keep it, and then I save it all because I'm... Whatever. But, like, that is one of those things that I have that people are always shocked to see that I that I have this thing. Like, why did you hold on to this weird CDR that has, like, a handmade cover? I, like, <laughs> the, the thing I kind of like about that is, is the fact that, like, none of this stuff is... We're in this weird era now where everything's available to click of the button, but you can't find the quiffs anywhere right like there's no they're not on any of the streaming services the cds are long gone from stores uh, how weird is it to be in a band that you know you have these memories and people might know you from those that this band and then it's, it's just been weirdly erased from existence in an era where everything exists forever it's, yeah. it's definitely weird uh for sure like um i don't know with the way that everything can just go viral and like 
Kate Bush is charting right now, you know, like things are just can be so crazy. So like, we never had a label. We never had anyone doing that for us. And when we were done, that was like, that was it, you know? And I don't think any of us has really thought about, I don't know, at least for myself, I never occurred to me to put the quiffs on Spotify because what? <laughs> like, who's looking for us, right? But it's, I don't know. It, it definitely it feels like it happened in a completely different world, for yeah. sure. We really just missed that horrible social media explosion. Yeah, Thank but like God. a year, you were right at the cusp of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at our house, it's kind of funny because Sandy's has all sorts of material online constantly, always. And it's like, you're in a band, but you can't be in a band. You're not, I don't see you all over online or you don't have these videos to show me and stuff. So it's like, today my kids are like, Oh, you really do have a band? Like you were lying. Like, like, oh, it wasn't a joke. And it's like, yeah, the people want to talk about the band. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it's so weird. We live like, on in the before. weirdest way. Like I had this strange moment when I started at a rather professional work employment opportunity not long ago, <laughs> where I walked in and uh, it was my first day, and within about a minute and a half this person came running from their cubicle to mine and said, it's Erica Jacobson from the place. Oh my. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I didn't really know if people should know that here. <laughs> well, that, that's maybe like something to bring up too, is that like, you know, you just missed that this era of everything being documented and saved forever and you can't escape it. But I mean, uh, do you think the Quiffs would have done well in the social media era in the sense of like, you know, your shows are pretty theatrical. I mean, you know, the music, I liked it, but I, I, I left somebody to be desired sometimes for sure because of the amateurness of it. But like the, the shows were crazy. Like there was, you know, there, there was props. And I mean, I remember uh, at least a couple of shows where you would be on the floor moaning long after the band had finished playing. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and so like, <laughs> do you think something like that could have caught on? Like, did you just miss your moment potentially to get like some weird viral video and, and, uh, I don't know. Oh, I, <laughs> I don't know I if we would have been that way if we knew we were being recorded. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. were all pretty straight laced. Like I was teasing us beforehand that like we were all texting beforehand, make sure we get on, you know, on time for our interview. Like we were all like good kids who wanted to have fun and play in a band. We weren't really rock and roll. Like we partied, but like we were on time for practices. We were on time for shows. Yep. If we, we thought that like, like, you know, like I don't think I would have done some of the stuff I did if I thought that it was being recorded forever and ever. Right. So yeah. One. 100%. It's always about having fun, I think, for us was a huge part of it. I mean, the real start of the band was Erica saying, why do all these boys get to have fun? We want to have fun. And then, hey, Jill, we booked a show. We've got a show in two weeks. I was like, we don't even have a band yet. <laughs> no one knows how to play instruments. What are we going to do? So we don't even have it's like, anyways, yeah. So I feel like the start of it was all, we just want to have fun. And I feel like that was sort of a huge part of just so I think if we did all that social media or something took off it almost would have gotten too serious at least for the start of the band and where we yeah. were at the time at least yeah where does that's what we wanted right yeah you obviously wanted to do it just to like is it was it just like a cathartic sort of you get to basically stand on stage for half an hour and you know scream ridiculous things and bash out like uh sort of punk garage whatever you want to call it yes 
Yeah. <laughs> I would pay for myself. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I think the band definitely saved me from getting that out in other ways. Sure. For sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that sound come from though i mean i know part of it is yes you're learning the instruments and that's kind of one of the easiest sort of styles to to break into but i mean you had something <laughs> whatever it was there was a quiff sound like were any of you listening to stuff that would have really influenced that or did it just sort of is that just naturally what you create when the four of you are in a room together i think it's like a combo i don't know all of us listen to such different things you know, like really across the board, you've got Erica and her Miles Davis, you know, and it's just like, I, I think it was the beauty of the four of us just coming together and like, maybe not having the best equipment, but it all <laughs> put together sounded really awesome. And, you know, I, I don't think we can discount the pig nose either for the, the contribution that Amp made. Love <laughs> it. Nice. Yeah. So That's awesome. Do you listen to, have any of you listened to it recently? Like, have you actually, do you revisit this uh, often or mm -hmm. is it, uh, yeah? How does it sound to Not, you now? I wouldn't say often, but I think <laughs> we all listened to it yesterday. Yeah, of course. <laughs> we all listened to it yesterday. Well, how does it sound now? Like, what, what do you feel, how do you feel about it when you kind of, you know, because it's been, what, 15 years or so, right? Like, or my It was my so much better than I remembered. Yeah? So much better than I remembered. I had yeah. such a, like, I just, I, I think it's just been so long. And, you know, like I listen to other, you know, I listen to American Flamex and HLG and other stuff from that time, but I don't really, we're not on Spotify, so I don't, it don't, doesn't come up. I had to like load software onto my Xbox so that it's the only disk drive I had in the house that could play a Z player. <laughs> and we were so good. We sounded so bonkers. That song's Psycho. What were we thinking? What a crazy album that is. I just loved it so much. I loved it so much. It's so well produced. Like, I forget that, you know, when I revisit it, I'm like, that's right. Jill kept pushing for a pro sound. We had to sound <laughs> pro, but we, we did. Like, Jared did such a good job. We worked our butts off. We were in a real studio. Like, yeah. Erica screaming in a closet. Like, it, it was <laughs> Remember the curtain? Yeah. <laughs> Don't look at me. I'm saying, Don't look at me. <laughs> 
Well, that's got to be weird, right? Some of those lyrics, doing those just on your own, that's got to be very strange. It was bizarre because actually Jared made me write lyrics. Okay. So when we were recording the album, I, in all the bands I've been in, I'm not a huge lyric writer. Like, and I always, I have trouble talking about feelings and those kind of things in front of other people. So when it comes to like, pouring your heart out even if it's screaming at someone i'm more comfortable telling you you're welcome for being here <laughs> because you you deserve it you paid your five dollars good job <laughs> but like you want me to write some lyrics that make a song you know enjoyable for other people <laughs> i don't know how to do that so I remember Jared like sitting me down at one point and saying, you have to write some lyrics. Like people are going to hear the words. <laughs> you can't just, just yell random stuff here. So that's where like two thirds of gluten free actually was written was in about eight seconds right because on. we had a very short period of time to record it. <laughs> and I was like, well, these things rhyme and they're true. So I'll do it. <laughs> And then just fill the rest with the woo-woos and you're good, right? Yep. <laughs> I, I think guess that's I, the song we took up the most time with at the end of sets was uh, gluten-free and just woo-wooing. Yeah. For that was fun. With no instruments, Long just for like 10 period. minutes. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I remember that fondly. <laughs> good i mean of all the songs i think on the record like that one has always stood out as it's super catchy like it has this great hook to it and stuff and it almost sucks that i mean i know that like what you said earlier about sort of um if it had been something that people were watching it maybe wouldn't have been so great but like uh, it's almost a bummer that that song never got heard by i don't know who the right people are but the right people <laughs> you know and maybe it did maybe it did get heard by the right people and those you know 50 people or whatever that's that's enough right i'm not sure but has there ever I'm been very satisfied with their sales 
Yep. We sold all of our CDs, nice. all 500 yeah. that we printed. Really? Well, that, that's actually really good. Yeah, 500. So those I are... still have like 20 in a closet. Really? What? I could yeah. use a copy. I only have the one. Sure. I only have a couple, yeah. Yeah, I have one, but if you have any other ones, I'll take them off your hands. I know people Megan, like to get them too. sell them for like a hundred bucks yes, a pop. You should sell them online, he I really used to do it for that. trade at Music Trader. I would bring them in and just use it for trade. <laughs> <laughs> Has there ever been, like, I mean, I know, for, forgetting the Spotify and all that crap, like, has there ever been any desire to put these songs back out there in any other form? Have you ever considered reissuing them and, you know, putting the CD back out or something like that? I thought about vinyl. Mm-hmm. Like, if, you know, it's it's like a a thought that I had that I don't think I've expressed to anyone, but like, it would be nice to re-release it, you know, maybe the 20th anniversary or something and yeah. do it something to just bring attention to it. You know, we worked our butts off and we were awesome. I love that band. I'm always going to love that band. Like my mom's still embarrassed about the band name and that will be a joy for me <laughs> forever, forever. She calls us the quirks and that's just, <laughs> he can't even accept you know, vagina fart. She just, right, right. just no. <laughs> so I don't know. But that, that would that would be super cool. I mean, I, 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 I as someone who would definitely buy a copy, <laughs> I, like, I like that idea. I want a copy. Yeah. I guess second Alana's thoughts for sure, and I think that we could sell a certain amount. Um, I w- certainly wouldn't be worried about making profit at that point. It would be like order. Yeah, you just print the Later minimum amount you can print, and then hope that <laughs> enough people buy them, and then maybe they will, or maybe you play one show as forty-five-year-old women. Yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> sell the crap out of that record. <laughs> <laughs> That would be really cool. Yeah, I think I think that I don't think Winnipeg current Winnipeg music scene would be uh, know what to expect. It's <laughs> a quick show. I think it's maybe well, a little it would too be safe. A good, it would be a solid eighteen minutes. Oh yeah, yeah. at a reasonable <laughs> time. At a reasonable time. Yeah, it started at seven or something. Oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta be home by like midnight. Yeah, I'll be in there. bed by ten for sure. I'll have a nap before. Yeah, he's <laughs> napping. Were there any songs yeah. that weren't recorded? Like, did you have everything, I mean, over the album and then there was oh. that three-song thing? Did we record Size Matters? No. no. I think that's the only one. Man, yeah. if it wasn't recorded, I don't even remember it. Like, I don't remember that at all. We sang Bison a lot, too. That could, I mean, it wasn't our song, but it could have been fun to have a little recording of that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm also always Bison. <laughs> I'm always a little bit sad that Sunshine and Deep Throat didn't get quite get the the polished recording that the others did because despite my 40-year-old shock at the lyrics to Deep Throat when I heard them yesterday, I was like, oh my god, <laughs> we sang this song? My parents came to these shows, like, I was shocked. But they were so, that was still one of my favorite songs to play in Silver Sunshine. And it makes me a little bit bummed that they didn't quite get the, the same uh, love that the other ones did in recording, you know, because they are two of our, in my opinion, my, two of my favorite Chris songs. Yeah, they're great songs. I'm glad we got them on the EP, but yeah. We were pretty interested in that EP for sure. Sorry, what was that, Alana? Uh- Oh, oh just uh, Sandy did a, an amazing job with that EP for sure. But yeah, Megan, I, I agree. It would have been nice to 
hear our progression in the same recording quality, yeah. you know, because we definitely come come pretty far as, yeah. as musicians just in that short time. We for sure had, but we also during that, I don't know if you guys remember, but during when we did the EP, we were pretty belligerent about being raw sounding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that. we might have made our own bet on that one. Yeah, I think Sandy's <laughs> idea was we wanted I wanted to do more, but you were very persistent. All of you were persistent. <laughs> that it had to be one take, <laughs> like it had to be like off the floor. <laughs> I was when we were listening to the album yesterday and then space came on that final track the and it has that great echo at the end and i was telling my husband about how funny it was that that was the only effect that we would let jerry put on the, the whole time he was trying to convince us to do this that and the other we were like no we just want to <laughs> down nothing but that and finally at the end we let him put this echo on the space sound and like we're like fine it's about space fine <laughs> we were just so stubborn so stubborn that's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, he was trying so hard to add Jaredness. Polish production. Yeah. Well, that might be the most recent CD I have that has a secret song on it. Like, I think at that point, those weren't a thing anymore. <laughs> and then suddenly. <laughs> that was on purpose. Was it? Oh, yeah. We were like, nobody yeah. does these anymore. Let's do one. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, I, I love that there's a secret song and, it, and, and that we included Pluto. We didn't care that it was no longer allowed to be a planet he still included it still was was it at that point I think when we wrote it point? it was but by the time we recorded it it wasn't you know <laughs> like, like that. Yeah. details details yeah pluto deserves yeah. to be on there i think <laughs> poor little guy out there on its own yeah it's it's still a planet i still consider it a planet but uh, <laughs> what uh <laughs> Are any of you playing music now? Like, is this? Uh, I, I know that like some some of you for sure have gone into other things, you know, before and after um, the quiffs. But is anyone actively playing in bands at this point? Uh, not currently. Like, that's not going to be permanent. But I'm out in Campbell River. Okay. With uh, my sister and my niece, so it's a little hard to set up a, a stack and play when there's a four year old. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. Anybody else? Or is the quiffs the, uh, the, the the high point of everyone's musical careers? Sandy and I have a joke pandemic band that we recorded a song before the pandemic that we carried into the pandemic. We play Nirvana at home, which is fun. And yeah. we're called Ball and Chain. I'm Ball, he's Chain. Okay, right on. <laughs> That's about it, though. My husband and I also have a band. We're called uh, Governor and the Super Cop. Okay. Oh, my yeah. gosh. It's good night. I love that. <laughs> Uh, do we write songs that actually get recorded? No, but sometimes we drink too much wine and play loud guitar and it's really fun and it's a date night whenever Roxy gets to sleep over at a grandparent's house, but um, there's hope to play in bands soon. I, I I feel like, I don't, I don't want to speak for anyone else, but when you're around little children, it's tricky. Of course, yeah. The logistics like we love our kids but you know you can't just throw them in a bin you gotta get some care for Speak them for yourself <laughs> you're keeping each other busy though i know
At what age are you cool with showing your kids, those of you who have kids, the the Quiffs record? Like, I mean, is it is there is there an five? Age that's when my kid yep. heard it yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Does anyone my, my kids like the Quiffs? Sure. Amelia did. Yeah. My kid loves rock and roll. She's all about any. I put on. Uh, heart today barracuda came on dun, 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 and she was like yeah thanks mom <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome because i feel like subject matter aside on some of the songs you know i think the kids could probably get into it like it has that kind of uh really simplistic kind of uh feel to it and it's it's fast and, and yelly and like you know i mean my, my oldest kid's a teenager now and I, I would love if she was in a band like the quiffs but i mean I'm not, i can't i can't force her to do that but I, I think i can slowly start putting it in the car more often and just just <laughs> see if it works she plays the euphonium now so that's not really the right instrument but you never know oh she's gonna be in a grandpa's army type band first yeah maybe yeah <laughs> That's where we all end up, right? Baby steps. Maybe. Maybe. Um, so, okay, obviously at this point, there's nowhere to find the Quiz record. I'm going to put a bunch of songs on this episode. Um, but, like, I, I guess, what do you think is the... It sounds weird to say the legacy of the Quiffs, but you know, at this point now, I mean, you know, you know, you're looking back on this that happened a long time ago. Things have changed in everyone's lives. Uh, you know, the world is different. What does it feel like now to look back and say, I was in this crazy band <laughs> that wrote these insane songs, and there's like, you know, even though it's not hard, easy to find, it, it is documented, and there's this kind of uh, solid um, remembrance of, of having been in that in that band. Like, do you feel good about it? Is it, it seems like it? It seems like everyone's pretty pumped about having been in the Quiffs. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely, um, you know, like there's, I work at a racetrack right now, like a, a speedway and there's teenagers that work there and there's one that found out about the quips and is just so excited. I got to find a CD for her. So there's, there's that kind of thing where it's like, doesn't matter how old it gets. 
people still appreciate it or still hear from people, you know, like guys in Gris Bear, when I was out in Ontario last forever ago, you know, they were like, wait a minute, the quiffs. And they remember Erica touring with putrescence <laughs> and handing yeah, those right? BDs out. And they, they both got one and were listening to them. And, and it, like, it's that kind of thing that it, it doesn't go away. It'll always be there. We always did that. We always had that contribution to the music scene that you just, you can't take away. That's I awesome. know I'm always proud of it. That's a really good way to put it, I think. Um, and just before before I let you go, the one thing I wanted to ask um, about I listened to the record today again. I listened to it a lot, but um, Mutant Legs came on, and for some reason, like what is? I mean, the song is obviously about mutant legs, but but every time you yell mutant legs, I just start laughing. Like what? Where did that come from? Where does that song come from? Is there a story it's behind the best it? Story. It's the best story. Okay. Okay. So. Um, <laughs> Quiff's iteration one happened, and then I went on this trip with myself, and I met Megan up there. Uh, anyways, I was away for like a year from Winnipeg, traveling and working and whatever. Then I went and met my brother in New York on the way back to Winnipeg, and we got bed bugs in the hostel we were staying at, and my legs just like exploded with red welts like everywhere i actually found the photograph i took of my legs today minutes before this meeting that's great and i was like mutant legs (laughs) (laughs) and so i wrote the song and then i needed to yell something so mutant legs mutant legs right on so funny (laughs) do you remember that (laughs) show where you tomatoes down your pantyhose after you just shave your legs and you had those horrible <laughs> acid burns we had to like rip your pantyhose off after the show in the bathroom you were literally delirious <laughs> oh, oh, i think there's a picture of that in our cd lining your yeah, legs there is legs, yeah. tomatoes and green stockings under a wedding dress on valentine's <laughs> day oh that's right <laughs> yeah. so we did the whole show when they were under more. there and then when you ripped them up, they were so funny. Well, you were so delirious and we're at the bathroom at the Albert trying to rip them off you and you're like, ah, my legs are burning. <laughs> oh, it's the funniest thing that's ever happened. Oh, that was good. Yep.
time to record. <laughs> Be good free.